This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. If you like what we have going on here, make sure that you support the people that support us. Go to shop.lowerafterhours.com for all your clothing needs. Again, find that at shop.lourafterhours.com. Want to see a real velociraptor dribbling a basketball? Go to shop.lowerafterhours.com. Do you have a sarcastic friend in your group named Jeff? Then go to shop.lowerafterhours.com and find them the perfect gift. So, uh, I mean, we, we were just kind of talking there during the break. Um, I don't, did you guys see this, that the show uh, is now moving to ESPN plus exclusively starting like, like November 9th. I thought I saw um, street. What, what, what do you think about that? Now real quick. And I'm glad that you're throwing it to me there. Cause I do have thoughts on this. Is it just, the, is it just the simulcast is going to be on ESPN plus or are they still doing uh, the radio show and podcasts as well? I imagine they're doing podcasts as well. I mean, from what I understand, it's going to be just the simulcast is moving to ESPN Plus. Everything else is staying terrestrial AM radio and okay. podcast form. And that's what I thought. And obviously, listening to the postgame show, yeah, that's what they were saying was that every all these moves that they're making, they're, they're saying that in defense of ESPN making these moves and all of the dedicated fans being like uneasy about these things, these changes that seem to be happening all the time that seem to be um, – disadvantageous to the health of the show um dan dan said today that if 
it's something that they're trying to be nefarious about. Every move they've made has grown their listenership. And so they're they do they genuinely seem cool with it. And my my thought has always been if they seem cool with it, I'm cool with it. I'm not going to immediately jump to conclusions that this is like Norby or whatever trying to smoke them out. You know what I mean? Um they they know this is a good property. They know that it's a dedicated property and they're trying to get a chunk of us to pony up and get ESPN plus if we haven't already. And I've already got a bundled, so but you know, it's uh I don't know, it's just one of those things. To me, I don't think it's gonna change um I don't think it's as big of a shakeup as what happened in August uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but I think overall it's, it's, you know, it's good. It's good for the health of the show. I don't know what it says about the long-term you know, future. I prefer not to like, you know, get super speculative, even though that can be fun talking about what the future could be like for the show, but I, it's, we know nothing. And that's something Dan says all the time too, about a lot of things. We don't know anything. So like, we can't, we just got to ride it out. And uh, like I've always said is wherever he goes, I, I will follow. Like I'm not, uh, I'm not worried about that in particular, whether it's ESPN or anywhere else. Yeah. There was a, there was a great podcast that came out a, a couple of months ago, actually talking about the, uh, the lineup changes. I, I, I can't remember where I heard about these, uh, these lineup changes. Um, man, it, it's right there on the tip of my tongue. I, I, I can't think of it. Flem, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I can't think of the podcast either. There's some two random guys I've never heard of that made show songs. Um, but no, uh, related to the topic, I uh, no, Yes, Maybe No is the pod where you can check. It was actually the first pod they did, and I was hooked immediately. But enough of that shameless <laughs> plug. Uh, no, ESPN Plus, look, I mean, I think dedicated fans of the show, we're all conspiracy theorists. So we're all waiting to figure out what's next for Dan as we defend him, like he said earlier today. Um, but I think it only makes sense, right? Like he is digital media. Mike Ryan has mentioned that he's known this is kind of the way to go for quite some time. So it, as a business organization, like business decision, it's the only thing that makes sense because he will continue to be the face of downloaded podcasts, like they said, for three hours, where I don't think the other shows may be able to survive that plus everything else they've been testing the waters with. And I think they saw this coming. I mean, they've been testing the waters with quite a few digital download platforms or ideas so like uh Stryger said wherever they go i mean i'm gonna go so there's uh, i'm getting to it as Stu would say for the seven dollars a month of espn plus but um i i think it actually i think it almost gets rid of a lot of the conspiracies where it proves that they want to grow this whether it's intentional or not they know what the value of its digital downloads are yeah yeah i i completely agree now i, I don't know if if the people that are now downloading it and going to be downloading ESPN plus are just going to be doing it to, to hate watch it, but I'm certainly going to be there. Um, I I'm curious to see if it's going to be the simulcast uh, and if it's going to be available to watch later on like DVR, because that would be awesome. Oh, dude, if that's the case, that's like, that's, that's that's sweet. That's, that's totally sweet. I know there's a lot of people that already do that now with the show on the ESPN Ooze, and uh, you know, I just I think that's that's really smart. I imagine that they'd be able to do that. You can do that with some other with some of the content on there now, right? Like you can watch games that they've broadcasted and other type deals on demand. So I don't see why they wouldn't be able to do that. That's that's how I became a fan of Around the Horn. But um, I guess now Drake, Pam, Lou, anybody else that would like to 
discuss does anybody else have any takes on espn plus or, or if y'all have listened to it or already subscribed i know nothing about it well my only thing is i can't i can't watch the show for some reason it, like it it just sucks me out of it because it's it's it, just too much going on in the screen and i'm like looking at a gazillion things like i like listening to it while i'm at work and just zone out and then i just laugh at all the funny things that are going on it's like i can't I don't like trying to do multiple things. I just like I like listening to it. I've always listened to it when it's on the radio and I can't, yeah, I can't watch it. Yeah. I don't have ESPN plus yet, but I bet I'll get it. I mean, I probably would have gotten it anyway, but now I feel certain that I'll end up with it. So, and the conspiracies are kind of fun, but I also think um, that maybe they can, that they use them to their advantage because people get all spun up in anti-corporate and anti-Norby and it makes them watch and listen even more. And making this a conspiracy about see it's another way to get rid of our show is just going to bring more listeners and watchers, in my opinion. You always need the machine to rage against. Yeah, absolutely. Down with the man. Couldn't have said it better myself. We're just going to kind of reset everybody. Thanks a lot for uh, joining us. This is the post post game. Uh, we have Fleming and Raps uh, here with us. We've got uh, Stugat's Army 790, uh, Lou Rafter there. We've got Andrew Streeter, uh, Sui Award winner, Andrew Streeter. And we have uh, at Halloween Basic on Twitter, uh, which is kind of apropos because it's spooky season and it is now Halloween week, Halloween week. Pam, this is like your your time. This is my time. This is my favorite week of the year. It's weird this year, obviously. Um, we're not doing anything. We're pretty much, we work, I work, and we do online school, and we pretty much stay home. So it's a weird year for Halloween, which is disappointing because I've been waiting. Halloween is on a Saturday. Uh, it is fall back, so we get an extra hour of Halloween night, and it's a full moon. So, like, it was supposed to be the night, and now it's lost for the most part. I mean, we'll still do, we'll still dress up, we'll still watch Halloween movies. We just won't go anywhere, which is kind of part of the fun. So, is it because of that whole triumvirate of of evil that we're in twenty twenty? <laughs> oh. No. Claire, who is not here to defend herself, she's on her way home from dance. Um, Clairvoyant Claire is woo-woo, and she tells me that it's because, like, I don't know, Jupiter is in the third moon of Neptune, which causes some things, and we just have to make it to November 11th. That's what Clairvoyant Claire says. It all clears up after November 11th. Why? I don't know. It like ties into like that lucky time where you're supposed to like wish some good luck as like a teenager. Yeah. And like, yeah, her, her, her solar sign, her, whatever, she's a Capri sun or something. She's in the third house of Chris. I don't remember, but November 11th it is. So it does any, I mean, we all have different places. Does anybody have anything going on at Halloween or are we all sequestered? My wife bought a bunch of candy, and so I've just been eating candy every night. Yeah. 
so that's it. My my Halloween this year is just eating candy and like I ha- I'll I'll send you a ba- a picture later. I have a bag like in my closet where I just like we're oh, hiding it from our daughter right now. And so I'm just going in and grabbing like a handful of like Whoppers, Reese's, and Snickers and M and M's. I love a good. That's Whopper. what I do. I love a good Whoppers. The worst thing you could have said was Whoppers. Oh man, I love Whoppers. I thought those only existed in movie theaters. This is the season, though. Like, man, candy. I don't know why Halloween candy, which you can buy any time of year in other packages, bags. I don't know why it's so much better at Halloween, but it is. It's because you're finally taking something that your kids worked for from them. They spend all year taking things that you worked for. And so this one night is like, oh, you went out and worked for this? Let, Let me, me go ahead and take it. it. Well, I have to make sure it doesn't have razor blades in it or meth. I'm just being responsible. Yeah, man. Depending on how big your kid is, you got to like walk them around and you got to drive the car to places. Like you're earning that candy just as much as That's they are. That's right. And when else are you going to get a chance to have 150 mini boxes of nerds? Opportunity not. Other than this podcast? Oh, on this show. <laughs> Tell you what, guys. My, uh, so my kids, I have three boys. I have a six-year-old boy, a three-year-old boy, and I have a one-year-old boy. And obviously, they've been bummed out about a lot of things this year that they haven't been able to do normally, but Halloween, not the least of which. But my wife had a really cool idea. What we're going to do is we're going to do a glow-in-the-dark Easter egg hunt in our house. So we're going to have all the candy and these glow-in-the-dark Easter eggs, and they're going to go around there in their costumes. We're going to take pictures, and then they're going to find uh, glow-in-the-dark eggs spooky glow in the dark eggs and that's going to be their halloween it's also my birthday halloween is my birthday so it's it's always so perfect we're gonna have a a cake and you know all that fun stuff so it'll be be that's a great night that's spectacular man Clem, what are you doing you've got a little one yeah, no, we're doing the same thing, actually. We're, so we're doing the Easter egg style hunting for Halloween candy at our house. Or our brother-in-law, he just had a, uh, my wife's twin brother, he just had a newborn, as some of y'all have heard. So we're either going to do it here or there, but we, same thing. We're going to do a kind of turn the lights off, let, them, let the two older ones go look for candy in the dark with some glow in the dark. And then, yeah, that'll be it for us, so. Dope. You can you can hear the excitement in my voice for Halloween. Yeah, you're thrilled. Are they dressing up? And uh, yeah, what's funny because have you ever had like a little one where you get a little lazy the second year? And he was almost going to be the same thing as last year. No lie, we talked about it yesterday. My mom came to visit, and today he came home from school and said, "Last year I was Cookie Monster." So his teacher snitched on us and showed pictures from last year today. And uh, he knows what he was. So he'll be some sort of Paw Patrol chase, I believe, is the one uh, that he will be. So he'll be Paw Patrol chase. Um, yeah. How about, how about uh, Beep? You got a little, little one. What's your plan? Yeah. So uh, Baby Beep number one, uh, she's almost two. She'll be two in, uh, in February. Um, and then Baby Beep number two, uh, she just turned three months uh, a couple of days ago. They're going to be uh, Elsa and Anna from Frozen. And then our little 15-pound uh, Boston Terrier is going to be Olaf. So yeah, it's, it's, it's freaking adorable. Oh, that's so great. 
Yeah. Make, makes me, uh, makes me want to die a little bit inside. It's so crazy. This is a conversation. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It just hit my head. Like what a weird conversation to have is like, how are you celebrating Halloween? Like, yeah. Anyhow, go ahead. Beep. Speaking of dying, uh, Billy Gill said today uh, on Monday's show that uh, Brett Phillips uh, looked like he was having a heart attack after he hit a walk-off uh, hit in a crazy game four in the World Series on Saturday night, which got me thinking, is there a better way to die than after you hit a walk-off hit in game four of the World Series? Game yeah, seven. game seven and you won it. <laughs> if it's game seven. Yeah, bottom of the ninth, game seven. Um, I imagine baseball is game four, potentially a sweep if you won the last three. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, but, but so not, then but, there you go. Not that's Phillips. That it wasn't, not yeah, Phillips. It wasn't that's Saturday night. Oh, it also wasn't game seven if we're doing this. I mean, I, Mr. doesn't know baseball. Nah. I'm bullied there. No, I'm just kidding. No, I figured like that's the best way to hit it on a game four, right? Is because it's a sweep and. I basically just took y'all's idea and made it three games less. Does it have to be sports related? No. no, it does not. No. I would say maybe after sex. My ex-husband's yeah. grandpa yeah, did that. No, I mean, for the other, the other person, it might be awful. But at least for you, you're going out on top. I was going to say, it'd have to, be like a, it'd have to be a suicide pact. Like, both of you like, have to know that you get, you're going. So let's, like, let's make it happen. Oh man. Because it's my wife's worst nightmare, like in the world. She like tells me this all she's like, I'm so scared that you're gonna die like one day, like while that happens, and then I'm never gonna like an aneurysm. It's just gonna it's gonna tra- traumatize the rest of my life. <laughs> That's quite the arrogant remark. Like <laughs> I, I feel so confident in the way I do this. That I'm, oh, one day you're gonna die. That's yeah, like, gonna murder me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Streeter. Congratulations. So I don't know if you guys caught it, but Lou had the sneaky joke winner. I think of this entire podcast. Uh, if you're going to die like that, you're going to go out on top. Absolutely. Uh, oh, that was intentional. I did not. I did. I missed I, it. I, yeah. I had to highlight that. Well done, Lou. Man, if if I had the the Hakeem Nix oh, yeah. laugh sounder, it, it would have been hidden. All that, that that whole time. I got great, the, I, great I, I had that line fed to me. <laughs> he does have the headphones. Mrs. Rafters so in his somebody's... ear telling him what to say. Yep. All right. Uh we are gonna move forward here. Uh it's time for weekend observations beep count brought to you by at beep count. Today's total beeps were two hundred and twenty with a segment late of seven minutes and eleven seconds. That brings it to a total of 30.63 beeps per minute, which was up 2.27% from last week. This has been Weekend Observations Beep Count, brought to you by At Beep Count. It's important work you're doing there, Beep. I'm yeah, glad that you do good. it. Thanks. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so much how to track it, so we know. So I have been tracking it since, uh, God, I've been doing this for almost a year now. And I actually went back and did the entire 2019 as well. When I started doing it, just kind of have a catalog. So I did all weekend observations from 2019 and I've done obviously every single one this year as well. Uh, it kind of sucks, man. It's, it's, it makes, makes Mondays really, really awful. Um, 
But I guess that was like a necessary evil, right? You couldn't start the beep count on Twitter and be like, hey, today it was seven beeps and blah. And they'd be like, yeah, nobody gives a shit. Like, they've been doing this for years. So you had to do that in order for people to actually be engaged. Like, oh, you actually did the work. Yeah. So, it's a well prison done. of your own making. It is. It is. And I, I, I kind of wish they would just do away with it a little bit inside so I can so you go can away. change your Twitter handle and become anonymous. Yeah, just go back to like my real name. But Which anyway, none of us, none of us want to be our real name, or we wouldn't be here. Not in real life, like on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a, that was not a deeper message, except for Andrew Streeter. Well, once you want right, to sue you, you definitely get anonymous. Oh, if if I win a sue, I'm putting my my full name out there. You're not. No, I'm just kidding, B. I'm joking. No, Beep knows I support him. Beep knows I support him. I assure you. I have zero talent. All right, y'all. This was fun. Well, that's going to do it here for the post post game. Uh, this has been at Beep Count on Twitter. Uh, thanks a lot, Lou Rafter, Lou and Sales, Bruce and Sales, uh, Flam and M Raps, Andrew Streeter, and at Halloween Basic. Uh, we'll catch you next time on the post post game. Used to be Floyd in sales. Do you guys remember that uh, the BMW commercial? Floyd in sales. That was my. That was the initial one. That's then where you that's drove. It, yeah, that's yeah. Drove yeah, it was. It was Floyd in sales, and then right around I think with a uh, Bruce Springsteen when Bruce Springsteen was up, so trying to get up no bruises, and it turned to Bruce, and then it turned Bruce and from the Bruce to stealing the sandwich, and then uh, Bruce turned into Lou. <laughs>